Banen. Cut to. Exterior. Interior. Restaurant. Bar. Club. Day. Night. What's up, guys? What's going on? This is Monis Rose, and today's episode is actually a little bit different. Uh, you know, we are gearing up for the holiday season. We're gearing up for the new year. We're pretty much Restaurant Fiction is gearing up for all of 2018. Uh, usually for the past uh, four episodes, we have featured a review of a restaurant, bar, or club, and then we have talked to uh, someone who has had a hand in said restaurant, bar, and club, like a showrunner, a TV writer, um, even an Emmy Award-winning hairstylist. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we have not really uh, said who we are, what we're about um, who am I? And wanted to uh, put a little bit of perspective of all of that. Uh, there have been a lot of questions out there. Hopefully, uh, just me talking will uh, ease the mood, calm some nerves, give you a little more perspective of what restaurant fiction is and what we are about. So, first and foremost is that a restaurant critic is very different than the omnipresent Yelp reviewer. Uh, we believe that. I believe that. Uh, no disrespect to Yelp reviewers or those Yelp leaders out there. Uh, we love them. I use Yelp daily, and I love it. I love it. Uh, but we want to, uh, Restaurant Fiction, we want to separate ourselves from even the TripAdvisor uh critics or any really critic that you read in your uh, local online or even national publication. Uh, Yelp reviews tend to be immediate uh, without panache, craft, and thought. Uh, usually, even on TripAdvisor or any kind of comment section, the review will be something like this. OMG, my BF ate the meatballs. They were amazing. Now, like I said, I don't disdain from Yelp reviews. I I praise them, actually, and I hope that I continue to read them because I uh, take them in religiously. But we at Restaurant Fiction, we feel that a legitimate restaurant review needs to be timeless. We like to study the back of the house just as much as the front. We review the bathrooms of the restaurants uh, just as much as everything else. Pricing and portion sizes, they're issues to us too that we always consider. We go to the restaurant being reviewed at least five different times in two months from the incredibly highbrow, hard to get in, experimental type restaurants to the push carts uh, featuring the elderly, awesome person selling sliced watermelon, which actually sometimes even turns out to be usually better and a much better experience uh, than the former. At times, we might share a story that has nothing to do with the restaurant, but it is the sole purpose of what makes the restaurant unique. Many newspapers and publications have a budget. Our budget is 
pretty, pretty large. Our backing comes from sultans who value pop culture over life itself and really believe that every human on this planet can find common ground in the fictional restaurant, bar, and club of his or her favorite TV show and film. Yes, there are actually kind, fantastic sultans out there who want to unite this world and do good. We have uh, personally, uh, our staff here, we have access to classified areas and pieces of technology that pretty much will make even Elon Musk blush. Uh, We hope that you find all of the past, present, and future reviews intelligent and amusing at the same time. Let's see. Uh, we We strive for them to be creative Uh, with a little bit of TLC and a bunch of heart. Please, though, remember that we at Restaurant Fiction, we're not reviewing the TV show or the film. We're not making any judgments on the character. We're not making any judgments on the story. Uh, We are only reviewing the restaurants, bars, and clubs, almost as if the TV or film, the TV show or film, never existed, but the restaurants, bars, and clubs always did. All right, so that's pretty much what Restaurant Fiction is about. Now, who is this podcast for? What, After careful thought, there are three main categories of who we want to listen to this podcast. Obviously, anyone can listen to this podcast. Um, it is clean. You know, it's not explicit. It's for all ages. So it is pretty much for anyone, any age in the world. But still, there are three main categories. So the first category, restaurant fiction is for the aspiring screenwriter, the veteran screenwriter, even the newbie professional screenwriter or intermediate screenwriter. Uh, Restaurant fiction is fun and we always want it to be fun because that's what life is about. We also want to learn and grow at the same time by bringing on the writer, the showrunner, the producer, executive, director, cast member, or even someone who has had a major hand in the said show or film that we are talking about. They'll give us, all of us, a key insight on how to perfect um, this very, very micro niche that is never really discussed or talked about in any kind of screenwriting circle or any kind of pop culture circle, yet it is actually probably the most important thing that is remembered in any TV series or film. Yes, I I understand that people resonate with the characters and the chemistry of the characters. In a showing medium like TV and film, though, the location enhances them tenfold as well as the story. For example, the jokes are funny in Friends. Uh, The chemistry of the actors in Friends is fantastic. So are the on-again, excuse me, the on-again and off-again love relationships between the characters. Uh, But really, what makes Friends relatable is the coffee shop. Star Wars, A New Hope. You know, if you take away the Moss Eisley Cantina, it's really just a bleak black and white kind of movie. It is the cantina where the film shows its true stripes. Um, it shows how dangerous and colorful the Star Wars world actually is. So I can go on and on and on. All right, so second, the second core audience, who were you for? We're for the pop culture fan. Okay, and I'm not just talking about the nerd or the geek who attends Comic-Con, you know, conventions 
or binges a Netflix show in a day. Um, you know, I am guilty of both. Uh, that is not just who this podcast is for. Uh, like it or not, we at Restaurant Fiction, we believe that everyone is a bit of a pop culture fan. Everyone has a favorite TV show or film. And even if they don't have a favorite or it's very hard to think of that favorite, they have at least one show or movie that they've seen more than once or at least more than one episode. You know, from our extensive travels, fictional restaurants are internationally renowned more than any other just regular restaurant. Uh, having Personally, having just got back from South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Botswana, for whatever reason, the diner in Seinfeld resonates with all the kind people we met. Um, last year, we went to Kobe, Japan. Uh, people knew about the bar featured in the Patrick Swayze action movie Roadhouse more than anything else. In London, even though uh, you know Harry Potter is supreme, uh, people gravitated more towards the bakery featured in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. So the list goes on and on and on and on. Wherever we went, uh, people have a, a fictional restaurant that they absolutely love. All right, so last but not least... Our core audience are the people who love food. Now, this covers more than just the foodie, more than just the gourmand, more than just the Epicurean, or whatever title um, those kinds of people call themselves. It doesn't matter if you enjoy the hottest, trendiest, farm-to-table tasting menu restaurant in whatever city you're in, or if you just really just enjoy that simple no-frills diner. Uh, your favorite place even might be a dim sum restaurant or a taqueria. We cover all of this. We cover all restaurants, all cuisines. We are, are not afraid or have any fear of just experiencing all of life's joys in terms of food and cuisine. We cover the drinks. We cover the passion of pouring the perfect Guinness. We also do the same for clubs out there of all kinds of clubs. So those are the three core audience categories we strive to uh, hone in on. But of course, it is still open for anyone. If you're driving, if you have 30 minutes to kill, or you know you just want a laugh. So who am I? Well, my name is Amonis Rose. It is an interesting name. It is a unique name. That word is oversaturated. Uh, people just call it a weird name. People even think Amonis is a thing. Uh, I have got that. Like, what is Amonis? Well, it's a person. Anyway, Amonis is pronounced like the word honest, but with a silent T. Uh, honest Monis. My first name, it's an English translation of the first son of Joseph. I found that out actually reading the book The Red Tent. Now, my last name, Rose, is just like the flower. I'm a screenwriter in Los Angeles, California. And I went to college on a football scholarship for doing the football team's laundry. I'm a former reporter and a former chef. Uh, currently, I'm a world traveler and scuba diver. I just got back from diving the Blue Hole in Belize and going through the Akavango Delta in Botswana. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. Akavanga? Akavango? Anyway, yeah, in Botswana. This is a huge thank you. 
Um, this is not a call to arms. This is actually a call of appreciation. Um, restaurant fiction is a process. It is a journey. We are four episodes in on this new version of restaurant fiction. I started restaurant fiction about three years ago. I started the podcast as well, or at least a very, very fledgling podcast that didn't quite get off the ground. And I took a hiatus. I took a two-year hiatus. I separated myself from not just the blog, but also the podcast. Well, like a phoenix, we all rise. We all get back on our feet. I uh, redid, you know, the podcast. The blog is actually undergoing construction right now. That will be renovated very, very shortly. Um, Also, I started back this podcast, this new version. Got a new logo, got new guests, got a new format. Everything is new. I cannot, unfortunately, erase the old podcast on iTunes. I have tried and tried and tried. All right, we're already four episodes in on this whole new format. We are working out all of the technical issues. As far as though the guests and the content is concerned, we think we hit aces on all fronts. What is going to happen in the new year? Or at least who are we bringing on? Well, first of all, we have an exec producer on the show Party of Five. Remember that 1990s uh, melodrama? Well, we're going to be discussing Salinger's because uh, the family, the Salinger family, owned and operated a restaurant. We're also bringing on the creator of Ali McBeal. You see, if you remember Ali McBeal, uh, the cast always frequented a bar after uh, every not guilty verdict. Uh, we're bringing on the showrunner of Justified and the Amazon show Sneaky Pete. You see, in uh, Justified, uh, some of the best showdowns or fights happened in the bar. There will be an executive from Pixar discussing Gusto's from Ratatouille, among many, many other fine men and women that will come on this podcast. Currently, we record in the historic Desmond Building in Miracle Mile. Uh, That is a section of Los Angeles, California. It is the only building in Los Angeles that still has a manual uh, elevator. So there is a person that has to crank the shaft every floor up and down. It's very fascinating. We're moving to a new building in downtown Los Angeles starting in January 2018. So if you want to read, though, more reviews of the restaurants we either reviewed or are going to review, please go to our website. That is www.restaurantfiction.com. And if you want us to book a certain guest, if you have a question, you want us to cover a certain bar, a restaurant, or a club, or if we missed something, or if we got something right or wrong, please email me. My email is monis, that's uh, M as in Michael, O-N-I-S, at restaurantfiction.com. You know, if you want a guest on or if you want to be a guest yourself, please even provide the credentials and we'll uh, see about that. We'll go into the war room, debate, and uh, hopefully invite you on. So anyway, thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for being a part of the beginning of something truly awesome. Um, You know, this new 2018 year, we have a guest book pretty much going all the way through uh, next summer and probably even into the fall of 2018 as of right now. So be on the lookout for that. We released episodes every two weeks, or at least we try to release episodes every two weeks. Uh, The episodes right now are going to be about 
30 minutes in length, so they're not too long, not too short. Yeah, and that's pretty much about it. You will always see a new episode on iTunes. Uh, we're also on Stitcher, by the way. If you don't have uh, the Apple or the the Apple product or the iPhone, what have you, um, and we are close to getting on Spotify and hopefully soon on Audible. Thank you. A big shout out to all of you. And as always, keep it real, keep it fresh, and keep it on the flip side. Cut to exterior, interior, restaurant, bar, club, day, night. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.